Whispers in the Walls is a collection of original ghost stories that range from haunting to humorous, spun from the minds of the writing team at Tennessee Horrors. These ghostly yarns will transport you to small town America and to the depths of the past and neighboring dimensions. In these pages, you will find haunted objects, vengeful spirits, and other worldly horrors. What you won't find is anything you've ever read before. Includes new original stories from Isaac Thorne, Bryce Gibson, Dan Lee, Yeti, Angela McNichols, and Tyler Dean. Available at Lulu.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. Get your copy now. We have had a doozy of a day. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to the Horror Basement. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny. We got Jim Jam Yeti here with us. Jim Jam here. Hey, hey, hey. Once again, unfortunately, Angela can't be here with us, but she's here in our hearts and our minds. Does that make sense? And she's right there on Jimmy's shirt. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching this on the video. Uh, speaking of shirt, go to t buy some. Yes. But on today's podcast, we are talking about Blood Vessel. 2019 uh, horror movie on Shudder. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, just wanna, yeah. Just throw that yes. out there. Make sure you go watch that. We are going to uh, spoil everything on mm-hmm. it. Mm, yeah. Uh, go watch it uh, if, you, if you already haven't. And if you have, let us know what you think about it. We also have some, uh, what is that called? A press release. Yes. Right, some new movies and stuff. We have a question uh, from Four Color Craig. It's a really good question. We're going to get back to uh, what we used to do. Random shit. <laughs> no, yeah. For today, yeah. And Thanksgiving is coming up. We just want to say, uh, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you don't, we still hope you have a great day. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope you're off work. You know what I'm saying? Because of it. But uh, if you're by yourself, uh, sorry, I don't know. Uh, listen you know, to our podcast. Listen to all our old podcasts, and uh, yeah, like, we, we will be with you. Day, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, y'all, y'all be just be safe. safe. Be safe, and uh, even it's lean. It may be lean times. It may be hard times. Uh, you know, you you may be. You know, I, I don't know. It might be bad. Just uh, just remember to take a day to uh, to really focus on how thankful you are, you know, and and to carry that energy with you throughout the rest of the year. Just remember that uh, there's always something, you know, no matter how to, no matter how negative it looks, there's always something to be thankful for. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I cut my beard. If you watch the video, I, I trimmed it down, shaved length off. Tired of it. So see that yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you? I was that beard. was that during? No. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was just I was getting tired of it. Uh, yeah, I can see where it getting away. Yeah, it's just like well, um, it makes you look a lot older. You know, I turned forty recently, so ah. the longer it gets, the older you do look. I didn't trim it 
all the way down, but I still got a little link. Yeah. Didn't want to be called Santa Claus during Christmas. I am fat, but I'm not Santa Claus. Bah humbug. <laughs> bah humbug. That reminds me, I know what I want to talk about today. So our first one we got today is uh, Shark Shocking. Encounters of the Third Kind. This is obviously, uh, would be I consider, I don't know what it, they consider, but I would consider it a horror, comedy, sci-fi. Uh, Preacher feature. Yeah. I, I think... I think it's probably B movie schlock. Uh, yeah. Above all else, this is like this is I, I I honestly I love movies like this. These these movies that are like almost a callback to the old fucking you know uh, exploitation B movies in the seventies and eighties. You know, done. look at that fucking poster. You and I we we all know that that does not happen in this fucking movie. But, but I, here, here's, yeah, I, yeah. My thing is, is the poster is probably the best thing about the movie. But uh, what's it yeah. about, though? But what what's going on with it, Jim Jam? A group of hostile aliens crash. Like, so it's going to be a really good movie because uh, it's got aliens in it. Monkey. But uh, hostile aliens crash land at the bottom of the ocean via mind control. And via mind control, use sharks to terrorize a small town full of secrets in the hopes of completing their invasion mission. It's up to a disparate yeah, a group of townspeople to sort it out. But in the end, the sharks versus aliens in a surprising climax from director Mark Polina and writer John Oak Dalton comes Shark Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, and it's uh, available on now, digital. From Wild Eye. Yeah. You know, have, a wild movie since it's from Wild Eye. Yeah, man. I'm telling you right now, Wild Eye Entertainment puts out some fucking, some crazy ass shit. Yeah, man. I, re- I really like a solid eight out of 10 times. I have a good time watching their movies. They, they are like, they crank out the fucking, like, modern exploitation schlock movies like no other. Them. I, need to, I need to try to watch movies like that, but I have a hard time uh, thinking that I like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm uh, not 100 percent sure. Bill. Yeah. So I just kind of go in with no expectations and, and fucking run with it. We actually have a screener for that movie, and I was planning to review it, and then some things happened, and uh, I've been less free lately. So okay, it's we coming. Say this. I just want to say congratulations to Yeti okay. on uh, what happened uh, recently with him. Yeah, I, things are happening. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a fucking actual real. I'm like an actual paid writer now. That's like, awesome, uh, dude. like I get, I have like, <clears throat> like I've been. It's been a side hustle for a while. Like I've been getting paid to freelance or whatever. But uh, now I have like I'm on a salary and shit and fucking in a newsroom and it's uh. It's really wild, man. It's it's super wild. It's something I didn't think would happen for some more years. Like, this is I'm at the end of my five year plan and I just fucking started. So uh, and, uh, I'm fucking, I'm so excited, man. Talk about talk about a season of being thankful, you know. For everybody listening, this is all because he writes for Tennessee Horror News. Yeah, that's it. We gave him that platform yeah. to uh be free with him. Stealing all your hard work. I mean, I mean, really, like, 
Well, I'm just I'm playing, but you know that's what I oh, like no, to God. say though. With Tennessee Horror News, is we give all our writers a complete freedom to do, and uh, and it's a great platform for resume, right, Yeti? Honestly, I got fucking. Uh, I had written for a while, and I got really discouraged and kind of quit, and that's why there's a gap on my resume. And um, I got with you guys and got my fucking confidence back. And started reaching out for more and more shit. And from there, I just made some connections. And, uh, like, I, I wrote uh, for the last leg of the Dead Walk. And then I hooked up with uh, EIC for Slickster Magazine and been working for him. But if it wasn't for you guys, I don't think I'd be... Uh, I would have started, like, <clears throat> trying to shoot for the career that I actually wanted. So, yeah. We will take credit for it. Yeah, okay. You definitely get some credit. I'm jumping on board with you, Jim Jam. I'm jumping on board with you, bud. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. Um, We're going to need about 5%. <laughs> it was, you know, damn near a decade of hard work and paying dues, um, some connections, some support, and some chaos magic. And it came out on top. Chaos magic. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah, what I was telling you. Hey, that is, must have been really working on that chaos magic. Got this, some shit happening. That was uh, that's very true though. Uh, Yeti, uh, from you know all the time we've known him, he has been killing it, crushing it, and all that. And uh, real quick plug right here. Uh, Got to plug this something yep. that Yeti really worked hard on, along with uh, the, some of the writers from Tennessee Horror News, uh, Whispers in the Walls. Yep. Go get your book at lulu.com, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Links are all in bios everywhere and all the right Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, me. And uh, there's stories from like people who have never really published stories, like me and Angela and Tyler Dean, and also some established folks like Dan Lee and uh, uh, Isaac Thorne. Isaac Thorne and Bryce Gibson. I mean, those dudes yeah. are. Those dudes are fucking veteran authors, you know what I'm saying? With like plenty of publications under their belt, and you've probably heard of them. If you listen to us for any time, you definitely heard of Isaac. His his novel, The Gordon Place, is fucking phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. But yeah, man, go check out that book. I'm really proud of how it came out. Everybody, everybody showed up with some fucking a one work. And um, if you're not doing anything on Thanksgiving. You have a few spare minutes. Uh, go to YouTube and look up the channel Creeperoni. She's a uh, horror uh, story narrator, and uh, I guess this is newsworthy, guys. God, look look how we seamlessly rolled into the news. Um, <laughs> just pat, pat ourselves on the back. Uh, but no, go to go to YouTube and look up Creeperoni. She's a, a horror narrator. She's she's, uh, she's so great. She's one of my favorites of all time. And she will be premiering on Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving Day. She'll be premiering her narration of one of the stories from the book. And then Friday, Black Friday, she'll be doing a live stream uh, where she talks a little bit more about the book as a whole and uh, some other things. And it's going to be really cool. So, yeah, definitely tune in and check hey, out I'll, Creeper I'll put Yeah, I'll put all her stuff in the description of the podcast and the video so they can just click on it and hell go check that yeah. out hell yeah go check that out man i'm so hell proud yeah. that not only that we put this book together and and we are in the beginning stages of of working on an audiobook it'll come out sometime next year 
this she's going to narrate the not audiobook for us too. So that's that's, that's really awesome. cool. Um, she's like for, I've been a fan of her and her channel for some years now, and uh, it's a real honor to work with her. So I'm super proud of this. I, I really want you guys to go check it out. Uh, especially right, if you don't have anything to do on Thanksgiving, you can look forward to that. And you can come hang out on Black Friday if you don't want to get out and fucking get beat up over a toaster while you're catching COVID. Uh, okay. uh, come hang out on Creeperoni's live stream. I know I'll be there for a while. Uh, I'll be there. Yeah, man. It'll be fun. I won't be probably on screen or whatever, but I'll be in the chat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, with other news, there's some new movie news, right? Uh, Scream got a uh, an official uh, name for the new Scream Five, and as Yeti put it, they're going the Halloween route, and it's called Scream. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah, there it is, Scream. It's like no, it's not a reboot; it's a sequel, and I can. I could bitch for a while about the Halloween thing because that's just fucking stupid. And they're like, oh, well, this isn't a, isn't a reboot. It's a sequel. It's Scream 5. But it's just called Scream. And we're gonna, they're probably going to do some dumb shit with retconning some shit and fucking... I don't know, man. I'm just... I don't know. Uh, so, from wait. what I understand, uh, I believe a lot of the most of the characters are, you know, that actually live throughout all of them is actually back and it's coming it says 2022 yeah that's so, cool i mean i well nev campbell I the, like, oh. I, like i said i didn't watch all the screen movies i watched the first one it was all right yeah so yeah nev campbell uh courtney cox and david arquette are cast in this again so yeah but scream i don't know i, I know it's a huge franchise people love it <laughs> It just wasn't. Eh, it's fine. I I do prefer yeah the first one. Uh, most yeah, like it right. has one hundred percent more Rose McGowan than all the other ones. So <laughs> that I mean, it gets my vote on that alone. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like you. I like I like the first one just fine. I didn't watch all of them. And it's just like I didn't watch all of the. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Nope. Fucking... I think I, I watched the first one and that was good enough. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe I should have watched the second one, but why? I watched. They, like, they already knew what they did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I've, I've watched like two or three of the Final Destination movies. Yeah, so those are those are just fun. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'll will I'll have some sort of obligation to watch the new Scream movie when it comes out. Yeah, I will. Watch I, don't, it. I don't. I'm not excited about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not super pumped for it, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a look. Yeah. And audience dancing. It wouldn't be complete without a little horror. So give the gift of your darkest dreams with Nightmare Toys. All right, y'all. So uh, let's move on to some uh, more uh, happy news, I guess you want to say, to some uh, awesome people. Or Felissa Rose, Tiffany Sheppis, and Kane Hodder are back with Casualty Friday, their podcast that was originally on the Fangoria Podcast Network that uh, was that went away. Well, Fangoria is back, luckily, with new owners, 
and but uh, Casualty Friday has moved to Rumor TV, and uh, from what I understand, it's not on there yet, but it premieres December eleventh. Right on. And Tom Savini and Joe Bob Briggs is the uh, on this episode, so oh, that's that should big. be. Yeah. Oh yeah, that should definitely be. Uh, that should definitely be a pretty good episode. That's how you fucking. That's how you kick off a show right there. Yeah, with Joe Bob and Tom Savini. Casualty Fridays is the podcast. So yes, yeah, go go support them. Awesome people. I mean, definitely. they're all really nice people on there. So yeah, I don't know talk if you to most of them. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't They're know if you can still listen to their uh, old episodes. Uh, I don't know you if would... they're still available. Oh, yeah. But... They probably didn't own them, did they? Mm. I, I, wonder, I don't I know if they own the rights to them with uh, being it through. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you record the podcast for a different company. Therefore, do you own the rights? But uh, I don't know what their contract is. Hell. Yeah. Just, just Google Casualty Friday Podcast. You might be able to find it still, because uh, their old their past episodes are uh, I I pretty I think I listened to them all, really good episodes. So, hell yeah. But, okay. let's get into the question, man. Okay, I, I'm yeah, interested we'll get... in this. Uh, what uh, Craig had to had to ask. All right, let's do the question, and then I want to talk about that other news thing. Oh well, yeah. well, we can do the let's do the other news thing. All right, I, I'm really excited yeah, about yeah, this yeah. one. It's fucking. The stand is coming back. Oh, I shit. I fucking love the stand. The, I like the old miniseries that they did with like uh, Gary Sinise and yeah. uh, and Dauber and what I mean that was really good. Like I've seen it a few times. Um, premiering December seventeenth on I believe it's going to be on CBS Plus. It's, it's CBS All Access. CBS All Access is what it's called. Okay. And it's, uh, they've got, from what I'm looking at on IMDb, they've got nine episodes shot. I I think it might be one of those limited uh, series because, I mean, there's only so far you can go with it. But the cast looks really good. Um, uh, we have Whoopi Goldberg as Mother Abigail, which would be fun. Uh, Amber Heard plays Nadine Cross. The lady who played Nadine in the first one was kind of uh, not pretty, and that's kind of her role is to be kind of a temptress. And I mean, Amber Heard is a fucking festering horrid cunt, but she's kind of cute, so that's nice. Um, fucking Alexander Skarsgård as Randall Flagg. Boy, them Skarsgård boys are scary. I tell you what, man, he's just so. They some fucking Vikings, ain't they? And I can see, I can see Skarsgård as the Man in Black. So, because yes. I don't know, He's I I love the sta- I like the miniseries. I love the book. I've read the book multiple times. Like, uh, it's 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 one of my favorite books ever written. Uh, and I'm so happy to see this coming back. Uh, they've been talking about. <clears throat> it's like when they talk about doing big Stephen King adaptations. It's the stand and the dark tower cycle. And I really believe that in order to do the tower any justice, they're going to have to do a series like this and they're going to have to fucking, 
they need people. I don't want to get into it. But this is going to be really fucking cool, man. Uh, I've I've kind of kept up with it, and it's like they're fans of the work and stuff. So middle of next month, before Christmas, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to drop it all at once or if it's going to be one of those things where they drop an episode every week or whatever. But I'm really excited to see how they do this and how it goes. You know, nine episodes of The Stand is going to be... I mean, I think that would be enough to do... Like, if they're doing hour-long episodes, that'd be enough to do the story justice. And I fucking... I might fuck around and get CBS All Access just for The Stand. I wonder if you could get it free for a month. You get it free for a week. Oh, Oh, yeah. You could probably binge all that in a week. Oh, yeah. But but they won't drop it all at once. No, that's what I'm about to say. They'll probably do it weekly. Yeah. Wait, wait the nine weeks and then fucking <laughs> binge watch it in a week. It. Drop it, motherfucker. Hey, man, you gotta be frugal. <laughs> yeah. Not no more. <laughs> oh yeah, not no, no man, more. No always more. be frugal. I'll ke- I'll probably keep the service for as long as they run the show, and then I'll cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. That's what everybody did with oh fucking uh was it uh, Game of Thrones the last yeah. season. Hey, we got we got a fucking month free trial every year <laughs> for HBO Plus and or HBO Go or whatever and we watched uh watched Game of Thrones. That son of a bitch uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, uh $141 for all eight seasons on Blu-ray and digital. They ought to charge you for the first, like, five seasons and throw the other three in for free. You should get a rebate on the last two seasons. Well, hell, that's on sale. That's just, like, regularly $200. And the the DVD is $121, but, like, I mean, 20 bucks extra, you get it all fucking digital. So, it's like, never had to put a fucking 30-disc in your fucking DVD player, Blu-ray player. That'd be fine. You know what I mean? That's worth 20 bucks. But I ain't getting it. I was just looking it up because my brother's never watched it. And it's a good... I mean, I didn't put it... I didn't spend eight years investing in it. Uh, I spent like a month and watched... Or two. And watched every fucking season in like two months. <laughs> I, I was invested in it for like four years or a little yeah, see. Because it was like the season four had ended... And I saw a bunch of clips from it, and I was like, I went to my wife, and I was like, babe, we need to watch this. And we watched, like, one episode, and watched half the first season in one night, yeah. and then and we blew through all four seasons, and then we had to wait for the fifth one, and we've just been, we've been, you know, we were hooked at all, all the way through. And yeah, we were- I'm so glad that I didn't, uh, I didn't look into it when it was, like, everybody was really loving it. You know, that final season come out, and it's like, well, people talk about it. I should probably watch it, and yeah, I watched it. And... Yeah, we, so I have we, a different opinion on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, different eyes. I, I see that. I didn't, uh, I didn't have a, a lifetime or a child's yeah. lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not a lifetime. Eight years is definitely not a lifetime, but it's a... It's a, it's a chunk of time, man. Yeah. Especially for a fucking show. Yes, but, exactly. Like, like, we would talk... Like you know, even in between seasons, like fan theories and shit would come up, and we would debate fucking story points and shit back and forth. Well, no, I think this is gonna happen. No, 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 no. I think because of this, ca- yeah, 
we we were fucking we were nerds about it for a while, and yeah, then that's the last fun. The last season was not so great. So, all right, let's get into that question. Yeah. Something that is great is this question from uh, from Four Color Craig on Instagram. He asked, "What is the crew's fa- or least favorite Thanksgiving food item?" I know exactly what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. I like Jim Jam, uh, which is probably everything besides meat. Um, <laughs> no, actually, dry ass turkey. Fucking like you eat or just ate some chalk or something. Like, well, that's because you don't have anybody that knows how to cook turkey. Yeah, yeah. But and as that, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of something else. But that's you don't eat nothing else. Yeah, sure I do. I eat dressing. Green beans. I eat dressing and ain't got onions in it. Yeah, see what I'm talking about. Put onions in it. Put ketchup on it. He's a ham man too. He eats ham on Thanksgiving. Uh, no, I eat ham on Thanksgiving too. Uh, turkey, turkey wise though, I like dark meat because like like you were talking about dry fucking uh, white meat is the problem because people don't know how to cook turkey. Yeah. And that's the issue. So you, you cover it in gravy. You like gravy, right? Oh, cover yeah. it in gravy. Put it on a fucking roll. Bam. Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed it. Hey, but you know, uh, deep fried turkey is fucking bomb. Yeah, phenomenal. See, that's what yeah. I mean. It's good turkey. Turkey's good. But turkey. yeah, Luke's favorite is... All year long. White ass powder turkey. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, that's true. My, uh, my least favorite is fucking... Green bean casserole. Oh, man, I love green bean casserole. <laughs> I, I fucking I don't like green beans. Oh well, there you go. Like I love green beans. I like French's onion. You know, those are good. But I don't like fuck. I don't like green beans. I'll eat them if I have to. Like if I'm hungry and fucking it's green beans or nothing, I fuck up a can of green beans or whatever. <laughs> but uh, let let me ask you: Does anyone make green bean casserole that's that's just a holiday thing, right? I I certainly fuck like up. a family event thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no one makes green bean casserole unless you're doing like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like has my parents or my mom like never made green bean casserole just to go with a fucking meal? Yeah, you you never come home to pork chops and green bean casserole. Too. Yeah, never, no. never. Would you say green bean casserole is uh, to to Thanksgiving as um, Fruit cake is no, Christmas? no, no, not absolutely all. fucking not. No. <laughs> Golly, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, I'm right there with you because if I had to choose between green bean casserole and fruit cake, I'd give me the green bean casserole. Yes, because I, you know, a couple maybe maybe it was last year I'd never had one, but I was like, you know, I always hear about how gross fruit cake is, and I really think it's just like a meme. You know what I'm saying? So I get me one of them fruit cakes, one of the fucking the wrapped, in, and I bring it home and I cut me a slice of it off and I take a bite and I was like, oh no, 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 Lord! <laughs> I've never tried it. Like from someone that knew what they were doing, Still might gross. be good, might be good, but they used the fucking like maraschino colored green cherries, yeah, and all that shit in there. Yeah, I don't know if it's maraschino. I just say that because of the red cherries that are. Yeah, and I th- that's not natural. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it reminds me. It's like they made bread and just threw a bunch of gummy bears in it. Exactly. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, My my least favorite thing, and uh, it's horrible, is a marshmallow covered fucking yams. (laughs) (laughs) I I what a sweet. It's not sweet potatoes, right? It's fucking yams. Because yams are sweet potatoes, but it could be sweet potatoes. But where they cover them in brown sugar and then top them. If I don't know if this is just a southern thing, because I don't know if the north or the west has this. <laughs> because it's just brown sugar, butter, and then they fucking put marshmallows on top and then they put it in the oven. And they call it a side dish. Yes! That is a fucking dessert. I tell you what, though. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I fucking do. I like that shit. I do. I, I, Matter of fact, sweet person though, so that's my thing. Like, yeah. and people eat it with their fucking main food. I usually don't eat it with my main food. Like, maybe if we're have if the turkey's kind of dry, I'll yeah, eat some turkey, that. and the, the brown sugar really bring you know plays with the, the flavor of the turkey or whatever. But um, matter of fact, last night we're doing a little uh, friends giving uh, with some with some buddies of ours, and we we're talking about. Uh, you know who's gonna who's gonna do what? Who's gonna bring whatever? And uh, my buddy's wife said, "I can make uh, I can make the sweet potato casserole." That's what, I, it That's what I it is. I said, uh, "I said, do you put marshmallows in it?" And she was like, uh, "Yeah." Is there another way to make it? And I was like, "I'm fucking there." We're <laughs> some people. Some people put fucking nuts in it too. Mm, I don't know about all that. Uh, but my thing, like, I, I'm not a big, and this is on me though. I'm not a big sweet person. Like when I eat food, like uh, I don't want dessert with my food for some reason. Like I'm a savory man, you know. Yeah, I'm a savory man. <laughs> I want I want to be able to indiscriminately put salt, pepper, and hot sauce on my plate and not fuck something up. Now I do like the cranberry sauce. Mm. Because, what kind uh, though? The jelly, the okay. cheap ass fucking jelly, man. Yeah, yeah that's the, the only the, way. It comes out of the can, like they just, you know, that noise that it makes when it fucking slurps out of the can, and then you just slice the little rings. Yeah, yeah it's the fucking cheapest fucking version. Like, hey, they good. should make gelatin cran grape. Well, that's what that, that is. I that, mean, no, I'm just add the grape juice in there to make it sweeter. <laughs> oh, it's dude, it's oh, super sweet. Have you ever had jellied cranberry? No. Dude, oh, I guess God. I need to. I guess I need to try it. Yeah, it's I'll, just I'll try it if, if we have it when we uh, eat Thanksgiving dinner. This I don't know if we will because uh, we're getting Cracker Barrel. No, you won't. Uh, God damn. I'd rather have fucking. I, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, hey, it's free barrel. food. Oh, hey, that's good. For, uh, fuck it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but it's real sweet. So and you put that on your dry ass turkey and bam. Mm. <laughs> I got two cans. We we went to the store last night. We got two cans of that cranberry yep. in there, and I don't know if both of them are going to make it to Thanksgiving dinner. I'm be real. Dude, you better not eat them because uh, they they'd be sold out. <laughs> I know I know one of them will make it, but I, that other one's I don't know. It's under investigation. That'd be good on pork chop. Mm-hmm. It'd be good. It'd be good on fucking spoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We talked about this last week. Uh, you take some of that dressing, a little bit of cranberry sauce, and a little bit of turkey, and make it into a little sandwich. 
Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, I can't. Let's uh, move into the movie of the week. Man, before we get into it, this just feels like an episode of Beyond the Basement. No, I don't. No, we talked about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> we just got on the food for a minute. That's all Craig's fault. Classic. <laughs> this is a classic episode of yeah. the horror basement. Yeah, this is throwback it's Sunday. Definitely Craig's fault, though. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. I mean, I do appreciate it. Yeah, I do, I do man. Yeah. Hell yeah, I love uh, it. For the movie of the week. Tonight on the movie of the week. So from director Justin Dix, uh, Blood Vessel. Like I say, it is available on Shudder. Um, yeah. Yeti picked this movie. It's a 93-minute movie. Uh, lifeboat survivors aboard a German boat that's crawling with such and such during World War II. I don't want to ruin <laughs> so we're bo- with monsters. You know, we're going to spoil it, but why we'll spoil it right now from the very beginning? Well, if you look at the uh, the artwork of the movie, can you tell just by that that what uh, what the monsters are? Um, no, no. So but this is what I got. Yeah. Well, if you, or you, if you look it up on Google, you know it's gonna pop. Well, up. Probably. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I didn't look it up on Google. Uh, here I'll here. I'm gonna do this right here. But so. This this movie opens up with a group of people on a life raft. Right here. Yeah. You, yeah, it would. Yeah. I mean, the trailer yeah. gives it away, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's vampires. Okay? Yeah, we'll there's just fucking vampires. Ruin it for them, Jimmy. Okay? We'll just fucking ruin it for them. Okay? There's vampires. They're fucking they, vampires. They wow, went ruined to the it. old school way of the Nosferatu type teeth, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't know this was vampires because I didn't really look at the artwork. Uh, and we sitting there, and I was like, "Dude, is it a fucking ghost ship?" That's <laughs> what know? I was thinking. And, like at first, because that, but that's a good. Uh, like if you didn't look at the artwork, you go into it blind. Yeah. Uh, like what you, the fuck's going on here? Yeah, and that and that was good. And then uh, I thought it might have been zombies, and I was thank God it wasn't zombies. Oh yeah, fuck that. Because I was like, man, are these fucking zombies? Are we doing a fucking zombie boat German vessel? Like I've seen a lot of zombie German shit, you know. Call yeah. of Duty's pull that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, yeah, so it was vampires. I was very happy about that. Oh yeah, it was it's nice. It was, it was a really interesting take on vampires too. And from the start, man, I I was like I was into this thing from the jump because uh, for one, like I kind of like the little group of people they got. They got like uh, they got like a Hispanic guy from fucking Queens or something. Yes, from New York. And then there was a black guy uh, who was also an American. And they had like the asshole white guy, fucking Midwestern American. And there was an Australian and an English guy. English and, woman. And an English woman. And the Australian and English guy going back and forth at each other was just priceless. And a and Russian. Then, yeah, oh, and the Russian. The Russian was my favorite part of the fucking movie. Yes. yes. Oh, he, he was, was a good guy. so awesome. Uh, and and the captain, was the captain the Midwestern guy that you saw out? 
Uh, no, no. I was thinking the, the other one who's like, it's like I can't remember his name. Might have been Bigelow, but he was yeah. always like, because the captain fucking gets blendered in the first like five minutes. It wasn't Bigelow, the the Hispanic guy. Maybe I had a hard time taking keeping track of names. There's this, a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people, and there's not a lot of good lighting. I mean, no. but, but yeah, with I just went by accents and, mm-hmm. and just American, not American. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't really need to know their names. No, because it's, it's the Australian, the British guy, the British lady, or the Russian. Or yeah, it's like, it just like, okay, well, they got different accents, and if they weren't that accent, they, they pulled them off pretty well. You know, yeah. they were just playing an accent. That, and I was pretty happy with the, the diverse characters. That's yeah, that's big love. Yeah. Captain yeah. Malone. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a, a really diverse cast, uh, especially for a World War II movie. You know what I'm saying? So yes. uh, that that was kind of interesting to see, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like. Uh, it felt natural. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like seeing like a diverse cast that feels natural. It doesn't feel like a a pander. Because I don't know. I, anyway, yeah, it was really cool to see. Because because you get like it's not just like diverse because they're from different places and they're different colors. But they're like the character building in this is really good. Like you, every character has a story, and you kind of see, you know, they have their own like actual personality, and it's really cool to see them play to play off of each other. And and they all have their own personal demons or uh, tragedies. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like each of them have lost because of this war, have lost something. It seems like, or they're they're waiting to get back home at least. To whichever yeah. one from war is, but like they've lost people tragically to the war. Uh, but I, I had my expectations on the movie on some things, like the very beginning, the the the, do- the doctor or the nurse and the other English guy, and I was just like, man, I hope to God they're not actual undercover Nazis. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that's just like a trope. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just because they made her blonde hair. Yeah. Or she has blonde hair and blue eyes. I don't know if her eyes are blue, but she has, and you just think, well, Nazi, you know, yeah. like you never know. There's a lot of spying, you know, going on back then. You know, there's a lot of tropes in this. There's, you know, this, how many times have you seen the fucking, the boat that's empty and full of, you know, yeah. all the people are dead and, you know, there's evil on board. You know, there's at least a handful of those movies. And then there's, there's a lot of Scooby Doo movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are a lot of Scooby Doo or TV cartoons with it, you know? Maybe not a lot, but that's where I, I instantly go to for some reason. <laughs> are y'all, are y'all, there's also, which I found really funny because I, I fucking called it. You guys know what, what, uh, it's a print, it's a cinematic principle called, uh, Chekhov's gun. Um, there was this German or Russian playwright. His, his name was his last name was Chekhov, and he had this theory that like you can't build expectation without payoff. So, if there's a rifle on stage in the first act, it has to be fired by the third act. And they fucking they introduced Chekhov's boiler room, like <laughs> like super quick, and they're like, uh. 
Because the because the the engine's still going, but it's like on empty or whatever. And if they keep going, it'll explode and it'll cause yeah. a chain reaction into the ammunition ammunition room and fucking blow us all out of the water. And I'm going, that's how this movie ends. Like straight oh, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, ending. Like, and I was watching it with our roommate Becky, and she was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "That's that's fucking Chekhov's engine. That's <laughs> fucking that's gonna go off." By the time you know the shit comes down, but uh, I didn't even think about that. Even like little tropey shit like that, like in the the abandoned spooky boat and fucking the the way they like gave away the ending in the beginning. That didn't take away from it for me. I still had a great time. Yeah, uh, and you're speaking of guns. Oh, the Liddell, the the African American. Uh, guy that that was there the one you know and he was taking control down in the boiler room yeah. Toto bigelow uh, you can try to fight me but i would suggest you not yeah so i was just like I oh god but he got the fucking gun he got an automatic fucking oh, machine man. gun and just <laughs> he couldn't fucking bronze he was like a fucking stormtrooper yeah <laughs> What's funny is, okay, in the beginning, uh, they're on a life raft, <clears throat> and they're floating, and they see this ship coming through, and they're trying to signal it, and obviously, it's empty. So, the the captain, he's got this uh, this rifle, it's a, it's a Lee Enfield, and he's, he's trying to shoot the tow line of the ship so it'll drop, and so they can grab onto it and get on the boat. So... <clears throat> The Russian stops him. He's like, how many bullets left? He's like, we just got one. And he was like, come on, hand it over. Because he was like a sniper, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so like, they argue because he's a Russian or whatever, and finally they give him, you're like, what's he going to do with one bullet? And the ca- captain hands him the gun. He's like, hopefully save our asses. And he fucking pulls the, the, the bullet out, and he looks at it, and he kind of examines the gun. And he was like, Lee Enfield's rifle shoots to left if not properly calibrated. And fucking severs this tow rope, right? This Russian's a bad motherfucker all the way yeah, through yeah, the movie. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> so they're standing in this, there's this rush or this German behind the door and they're letting him out. They're going to open the door for him so they can try to get a sense of what, what the fuck happened on this ship, right? Because there's like mutilated bodies everywhere and shit, blood on the walls. And, uh, so, so the black guy's got the gun. He was like, you want me to take gun? <laughs> you know, like, like, fucking. He was like, you see what I can do with it. You want me to take that and fucking handle it? Oh, no, no. No, I got this. He's like, all right, if you have to shoot, don't miss. And what's he fucking do? Misses every shot. <laughs> yeah, I guess we uh, left out a part. Uh, when they get on the ship, there's a little girl. Oh yeah, yeah. There is a little girl running around, and uh, and she is just like this creepy little Eastern European girl. She's yeah, and got fucking green shit on her, which makes you think of a uh, zombie. She she yeah. is from uh, she's speaking Romania. Yeah, Romanian, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, like, the most I fucking thought about it, it's like, oh yeah, Romania, duh. Yeah. Vampire, duh. Like, brr. Yeah, so which was a good tie in. Uh, 
the fucking set design on this before I forget again is awesome. Because I don't know if they like found a boat. That's what I was wondering. Not seated up. Because the beginning it says filmed in Oz Studios. So like they may have just built all these sets. I don't know, but it is fucking awesome. This movie That's what I was thinking. So cool. This movie looked like it was made from like a fucking top notch. Yeah, it was filmed, filmed in studio. Williamstown, Melbourne, Victoria, and Austra- Australia. Huh. So uh I don't know. I, I, don't know. I just wonder what their budget was like. Right. I'm like, man, how much did they spend on this movie? Because they used real fire. Yeah. Like someone got burnt and it wasn't fake CGI fire like the last time. Which was nice. The the one movie we watched the other week. Uh can't even think of what the fucking name was. Oh fucking the cleansing Extra- hour. Yeah, cleansing <laughs> hour. Uh, which wasn't a bad movie. No. But yeah, they use real fire. So I'm, I just thought, wow, like they're really going out on this one. And the the special effects were good. Yeah. The vampire looked pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really good. So the this is one of those like <clears throat> I've seen this particular setup like at least three other times. So they go down into the hold and uh i mean the little girl's there and she's trying to lead him down saying her family's down there or whatever so they go into the hold and they find a little box just full of nazi gold just like gold bars and they're like fuck yeah we hit the jackpot so this one greedy ass dude goes in there bigelow yeah it's bigelow and he goes in there and he pockets uh some of the gold bars and shit then he sees these big, long, narrow crates with this fucking weird Nazi emblem on them. It's like it's like uh, <clears throat> it's like the Warbird, but instead of a swastika inside the circle, it's like this Medusa's skull. <laughs> like the red, the uh, Hydra. Yeah, is what it is. I mean, really. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's what it resembled to me. But yeah, it's kind of what I thought too. And they fucking, so he's like, oh, hell yeah, if this little box has gold in it, and he fucking breaks open this crate, and it's this ornately carved silver casket, like a sarcophagus of, like, and on it, it's like a fucking demon holding a smaller person (coughs) in the whole side. The whole side is, like, just worked in, like, skulls and shit, and it's it's fucking, it's rad, dude. It's like, there's obviously something really bad in that box. So this yeah. dipshit cuts the chain open, pushes the lid open, and inside it is this vampire that's like a fucking bat demon. It's, it's like a cross between that um, that Dracula movie that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where his hair was up real big in buns. It was kind of disguised in his ears, the bat ears or whatever, or suggesting them. And Nosferatu and fucking Man Bat from fucking Batman. And it was just his fucking red glowing eyes and the big ears and the snout with the big gangly ass teeth. Oh, man, they were so cool. My wife said it looked like demonic Mickey Mouse, but um, 
I like it. I thought the fucking I thought the creature design was cool. <clears throat> it definitely worked. Uh How about that right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely worked. Uh yeah. And was, even the uh the, the the female version, I don't know what they called her. Uh but Mrs. Vampire. The matriarch. <laughs> yeah, the matriarch. Uh she was really well done. Um, yeah, and the whole premise was like any other, not like any other, but a lot or some vampire movies. If you get bit, then he can kind of control you. Yeah, that, that that's the whole like he tried to take control. So I don't understand why he didn't try to control all the other people. Like you know that were already turned. I don't know how that works. But. Well, they were locked. They were locked in the. But couldn't they unlock the door from the inside? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It might have been locked from the outside. But I mean, they're trying to get out. Don't, but don't they have like? If, I think safety precautions. I'm saying, but safety precautions would tell you that so someone doesn't get locked into the ammo ammunition thing and have a fucking way out. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Think, you would think, yeah. <laughs> But I mean that wouldn't make a good movie. Granted, yeah, know, true. I, I understand, but it's just like when I'm sitting there thinking, like, OSHA would not like these fucking Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> at all. But that did lead lead to because they go down and they're gonna, they're of course like everything goes to shit. And there's some pretty decent kills and some really good suspense. And it comes down to the Australian and the Russian, and they're like they're gonna fucking they're gonna blow the ship right. And the Russian's been bit and he knows it. <clears throat> so he's gonna fucking blow the ship up while the Australian saves the lady, right? So they're like, okay, well here's here's my plan, and he tells him his fucking badass Russian plan, and he's like, all right, let's do it. So they open the door to the armory, and there's like <clears throat> a bunch of goddamn vampires in there. And so they yeah. lock the door back, and and in this, I think it's really cool because they're not vampires per se; they're like a proto vampire creature called the Strigoi. And we've talked about the Strigoi before. They're like Eastern European, like old school vampires. Before vampires just wanted to fuck, you know? There are these undead, <coughs> there's undead spirits that, you know, like almost like revenants that would come back and suck blood and cause fucking havoc. So my my one of my favorite lines in the whole movie was like, he said, you got any more plans? He's like, open door. Kill Strigoi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, that, that's that's the plan. The fucking fair, and they go in there, and it's just this glorious bloodbath because the Russians got this big like uh, socket wrench, basically, and uh, the fucking uh, the Australian has a hatchet, and they just go in there and fucking put in work, and it's badass. There's it's a there's a lot of blood and a lot of violence in this movie that I just really. Really enjoyed, man. It was so it was fun. Yeah, it it definitely was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely, I'd say go watch it. You know, like, yeah. Um, not gonna spoil the ending, ending. No. Uh, but I did like the ending. Yes, I did too, and I was very happy that it didn't end the way that I originally thought, which they set up to make you think. A certain way, you know what I'm yeah. saying? In my opinion, I'm not going to say I'm not even going to uh, 
hint at around what I was thinking it was. But I was just like, thank God it didn't end that way. Because there's a lot of things I was like, are they going this way? And they didn't. You know, fortunately, what I was thinking didn't happen on a lot of it, which uh, I was surprised about and happy about. Yeah, there's, for all I talked about the tropes in this earlier, there's a lot of times where they do subvert expectations. They kind of, they juke on you and they take you a different direction. And I think that's what makes this movie so good is because it's, I mean, to a point it's predictable just because it's a kind of a familiar story, but there's enough in it uh, as you go that's just fresh and it's new. <clears throat> and I personally also really like the take on vampires that they did here. Yeah. I am so sick and tired of even I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Anne Rice and shit, but like, I'm so, I, you know, I'm so played out with the, with the sexy vampires in the fucking sad brooding. Oh, I don't want to be evil. Boo hoo. I just want my humanity back. Or like if you're watching the Vampire Diaries or the originals, oh, I just want to be with my teenage girlfriend. Boo-hoo, I wish I... No, these were fucking... These things were savage, fucking straight demonic animals. These are straight killers. They were playing with their food, too. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely go check it out. Um, Let us know what you think about it. And go check out teenhorror.com. Let's do it. You know, that's where uh, all the links for the book, merch, and a lot of the press releases that come out that get sent our way and just, you know, news and information are. So, and I'll see what it is. Be on the lookout. I'll be doing uh, be a video review of uh, Death of Me. Right on. Uh, yeah, Lionsgate is sending me a movie. I'll be uh, I might collaborate with the wife on that because she's Hell better yeah. with words than me. Hell yeah! So Hell yeah. Be on, right on. look out for that. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Ian Hornos, for all the reactions and all that stuff. And uh, appreciate you listening. And just thanks a lot. Share us with your friends. You know, that's a, the big part. Just share the podcast with your friends. Yeah. 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 Well, appreciate it. Uh, that's all we got, y'all. We out. Peace. Stay spooky. Try not to be an asshole. Watch more horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it's time to say goodbye to the basement guys again. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. All invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Or that is spooks and spells. Take your shirt off. Y'all come back now. Here.